Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. So, uh, Doug Ford is in charge. He is, uh, well, the premier-elect at this stage. And uh, obviously, it's a different kind of Ontario that we're going to be looking at over the next four years. Uh, joining us to talk about just what that might look like is Jason Roy, who is a Ph.D. associate professor in the Department of Political Science and also the director of the Laurier Institute for the Study of Public Opinion and Policy at Wilfrid Laurier University. Uh, Jason, thanks so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Hey, thanks, Bill. Glad to be here. Do we overreact to these things? And I understand that we all have concerns at time to time, and, and, and I saw a lot of stuff, I guess maybe because of some of the stuff in Common Sense Revolution, etc., but as, as one of my uh, cohorts mentioned, hey, the sun came up this morning. It's a new day. Let's just chill it a little bit. Yeah, you know, you know what? I'm uh, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic as well, Bill. I, I think you know one of the one of the things that might have been a factor in this election and the, and the outcome that we saw, uh, in part, is the team of candidates that uh, that Ford has uh, behind behind him, uh, many of whom were elected last night, uh, and, I, and I think that mattered. We saw in the, towards the end of the campaign that Ford was starting to uh, to, to bring some of these candidates, uh, Christine Elliott, for example, or Caroline Mulroney, another one, uh, to some of the different media. Uh, events that he was hosting, uh, and I think that was sort of a uh, reminder to the, you know, hopefully to, to voters and, and uh, residents of Ontario that, hey, look, it's not just one person. There's an entire team of potential people here that can uh, that can, that can that can be part of this as well. You know, it's interesting you brought that up, Jason, because there was I, I thought a pivotal moment in the campaign uh, where the PC started to dip a little bit, and the and the NDP went up, and and Doug Ford had that photo op uh, sitting around a big uh, horseshoe table. Uh, with him at the head, but you're right. There was Vic Fideli, there was Christine Elliott, there was Carolyn Mulroney. Uh, there were, you know, so in other words, it, it was, and the whole message there was: this is the team. Uh, it's it's not yeah. just Doug Ford, and and I don't know if that was the reason for it, but all of a sudden you saw the Tories get a little wind beneath their wings after that happened. Sure, yeah, I mean, many many saw that as there's there's a cabinet table. This is what it would look like under you know under a PC government. Uh, and I think to counter that, one of the uh, one of the issues that that might have hurt the NDP is that they, they didn't do that. They had a they had a leader who was who was by far the most popular of the of the three main uh, main party leaders uh, contesting this election, but they didn't present their candidates as you know. There's still that question as who will take on these major roles, who will take 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 over finance, who will look at education, health, etc. And, and that might have been problematic because the message that the PCs and the Liberals were trying to drive home in this last week of campaigning. Was was to prime individuals to think about, you know, is the NDP capable of, of, of managing this province? Uh, what would it look like under an NDP government? What, is, what, what would be the cost of having an NDP government? Are they qualified, etc.? And and that's important, I think, in today's uh, politics, especially because of the influence of, of social media. And and you saw that, I'm sure, uh, Jason, with some of the postings on Facebook and on Twitter about, you know, do you want so-and-so uh, from the NDP to be your finance minister? And, and it was usually uh, one of those NDP candidates that was in the news for all the wrong reasons, whether, you know, with the Nazi postings or, or the anti-remembrance day or anti-veterans sort of thing. That Unfortunately, because Andrew Horvath didn't step up and, and, and say much about that, I think that helped an awful lot of the opposition, especially within the PCs and Liberals, define the NDP. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure it did. I mean, and it's not to say, I mean, there's a number of, of things that came out as well with the PC and Ford in particular in the, in the past couple of weeks. Uh, but it seemed to, in, in the case of the NDP, it just seemed to emphasize or reinforce what might have been for a lot of people some, some pre-existing ideas about what, what the NDP represented, what the candidates uh, you know the ideology, the the, the experience, etc., and and I think I think I think you're right. I think that certainly caused people to pause. And as we can see from the results uh, this morning, well, in fact, very early on last night, uh, they, they they made a, a a 
concrete decision and, and it went to, went towards the PC for sure. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.